not barbecue back there, and you didn't invite me, hurt my feelings. Thank you for tuning in to the Destination Devi Injury Pod. I'm your host, Jeff Mueller, Doctor of Physical Therapy. This week, we have the Jaguars, Dolphins, Seahawks, and Buccaneers on by. We have a game in Mexico on Monday night, and then we have to be concerned about one game, the Bills versus Browns. Keep a close eye on that game status because apparently a lot of the Bills players are stuck in Buffalo and can't get out of the snow to travel to Detroit. So hopefully that game isn't canceled. We'll probably find out later today on Saturday or Sunday morning. All right, let's dive in on the injuries. At quarterback, Josh Allen with his elbow, he has no injury designation. Looked maybe 80 to 85% last week on high-velocity throws, was still fitting the ball into very tight windows and and getting the ball there to his receivers. I would expect him to look very close to normal this week, so wheels up. Kyler Murray is dealing with a hamstring strain. The challenge here is Arizona plays the 49ers on Monday night, and Kyler Murray is a true game-time decision. So if you are rolling, if you are planning to roll with Kyler at quarterback, have another option ready in either Colt McCoy or Jimmy Garoppolo uh, because he is a true game-time decision, and there's that risk that he may not play, and we just don't know. We may not know until Monday afternoon. So have another option there. If you don't have another option uh, and you're risk-averse, just play someone who plays on Sunday. Matt Stafford has been fully cleared from his concussion. He's off. Uh, he's out of the protocol and off the injury report. Um, I, I don't know if you want to start him in one quarterback leagues. We don't know how he's going to produce without Cooper Cup there. He has Allen Robinson, Tyler Higby, Van Jefferson, Ben Skowernick, but we just don't know. Um, if, if you don't have another good quarterback option, obviously play him. He should be okay to play production-wise. We just know he, he doesn't produce as much without Cup. Lamar Jackson is dealing with an illness. He's listed as questionable, but he is expected to play. Uh, John Harbaugh has said he expects him to play, and reporters have reported that he's expected to play. But just keep a close eye on this. Watch for the Schefter report. Make sure that he's going to play. Have a backup option just in case Sunday morning he's ruled inactive due to illness. P.J. Walker, he's dealing with a high ankle sprain. Baker Mayfield has already been listed as a starter for Carolina. Only play Baker if you're desperate. You know, two quarterback leagues, or if you're tanking, play Baker Mayfield. At running back, DeAndre Swift, as we know, has been dealing with ankle and shoulder injuries. He was a full participant again off the injury report. He's been off the injury report lately, but I I don't believe he has been 100%. If I were to guess, again, pure speculation, he's probably close to 80, 85%. The team obviously feels comfortable playing him in certain packages. Um, but he's obviously not getting full reps that we would expect him to get. So hard to say how healthy he is, but I think you can play him every week moving forward. He's trending upwards. Jamal Williams remains as a good start for fantasy. But I think DeAndre Swift, every week that he doesn't have a setback, um, I think he becomes a better start for fantasy. Ezekiel Elliott, he's dealing with his knee sprain still, that PCL, re-aggravated twice. He was a limited participant all three days out of the week, and Lissa is questionable, but he's likely playing. I do think he plays. If you're playing him in fantasy, you're kind of banking on volume. You're probably banking on a touchdown for solid running back two numbers, uh, like high-end running back two numbers. Um, But yeah, if you have Zeke, you probably don't have too many other good solid options that you can rely on. And I think given Jerry Jones, what he said, given what Mike McCarthy has said, you know, Tony Pollard remains a good start in fantasy, 
But for Zeke, I think he winds up seeing enough volume where you can play him. Gus Edwards, he's still dealing with that hamstring strain that he suffered before the bye week and a knee injury, a knee sprain. Again, we saw his knee get hyperextended. He was a limited participant all three days out of the week. You know, gut feeling here, I think he either winds up inactive or on the wrong end of a committee approach with Kenyon Drake likely leading the charge this week. I would lean towards sitting Gus unless you're desperate this week in fantasy. J.D. McKissick, he's already been listed uh, out and put on season-ending IR due to a neck, neck injury. I need to double-check. I do believe he's going to get surgery for that, uh, but wanted to touch on him just because it will remain a one-two punch in Washington with Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. Gibson, I think, is the guy that you want in fantasy, um, obviously due to the PPR upside. But Brian Robinson, you know, he's getting the touches. I think he had, what, 26 carries last week. He's not getting reception, so he's not getting the high-valuable touches high-valued touches out of this backfield, that's Gibson. But Brian Robinson is at least getting the volume, and then he's he's kind of that touchdown-dependent guy. The good news for this week is they play Houston. Great matchup. So I think you can play both of these guys. I would rather play Gibson if you have both, um, but Brian Robinson should be a viable running back too, flex option. At wide receiver, Justin Jefferson, he had been listed uh, on their injury report with a toe injury. He's off the injury report and good to go. I have no concerns there. DeAndre Hopkins, he's dealing with a hamstring strain, although Cliff Kingsbury has already said it's kind of a, more of a precautionary, we're taking care of him uh, sort of injury. I haven't seen their, again, th- this is a Monday night game. I haven't seen their Saturday practice report just yet, but I do expect DeAndre Hopkins to play. I saw some video of him running routes and, and doing some warm-ups. Doesn't look limited. I think it's just a, simp- uh, a load management deal in practice. So I think you can start DeAndre Hopkins with confidence. Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, on the other hand, I'm not 100% sure on him. He's obviously he's coming back off the foot fracture. Um, he looked really good in some videos that I saw where he's doing some short, short yardage drills, some bursts, quick change of direction drills. He looked pretty good. He's moving well. No signs of discomfort, didn't look limited or wasn't limping. Um, Here, though, we have to, one, they play Monday night. We don't know 100% how many snaps he's going to get. He's probably going to have about 15 to 20% production dip, uh, plus probably more if Kyler Murray isn't playing, which we don't know about yet. And then also, uh, again, we don't know how many snaps he's going to get. We don't know 100% if the team's going to activate him for this week yet. I think they do. Um... But yeah, given all those risk factors, I would be very tempted to play another pivot if you have one, uh, especially if they have a good matchup for Sunday. A.J. Brown, he had been dealing with an ankle ankle sprain, and then Devonta Smith, a knee injury. Both are off the injury report, good to go. That's a great sign, especially for A.J. Brown. He wound up being more of a decoy last week. He rolled his ankle early in the game, and it was visibly limiting him. He was limping here and there. Um, throughout the game, especially in the third and fourth quarter. Um, yeah, given the fact that they're off, fully off the injury report, I'm starting both and just hoping for no re-injury. Keenan Allen, as we know, he's been dealing with a hamstring strain. He was he was a full participant on Friday, and it looks like he will be returning. He has about a 15 to 20% re-injury risk in game, especially given I would put him on the higher end 20, even maybe 20-25%, given how long it's taken him for to return. Um, 
but it's a great sign. He was a full participant in practice. I do believe he will play. And I think, honestly, you can play Keenan Allen. I, I, I get if you want to be risk-averse and sit Keenan Allen for one more game, make sure to see him actually get through a full game without a re-injury. But if you have to, I think you can play Keenan Allen as a wide receiver three option. I think he'll at least put up wide, rec- wide receiver three numbers. Mike Williams is actually in a similar boat. Uh, high ankle, coming off the high ankle sprain, he's about four weeks out. He was a full participant on Friday, and um, he told reporters he expects to play. So I think he carries close to a 15, 16% production dip in his first month back, given the high ankle. Given his role in the offense, I think you can play him. I'm playing Mike Williams. Very similar to Keenan Allen. I think he'll at worst put up wide receiver three numbers. But again, he carries that upside. Yes, he's coming off the high ankle sprain, but given his skill set, given his um, role in the offense, I, I like him for the PPR upside there, at least to put up some wide receiver three numbers and then possibly score a touchdown. Devonta Adams, he's coming off an abdominal injury. His list is questionable, limited participant three days out of the week. Unless he is sitting, unless he, unless he is inactive, you're not sitting Devonta Adams. Just know that you, you probably need to expect a little less production from him and then the risk that if it flares up that he, he may be limited in snaps. Typically with these core muscle injuries, typically as they warm up, they get going, um, they, they do pretty well and a minimal production dip. So I'm not necessarily concerned about Devonta Adams, but just be prepared for a little less production. Jerry Judy, as we know, he'd been dealing with an ankle sprain, left ankle. He's already been listed as out. I wouldn't be surprised if Judy misses another week or two. Uh, KJ Hamler is also out with a hamstring strain. If you're desperate, I wanted to touch on these guys because uh, if you're desperate, Kendall Hinton at wide receiver, if he's active, he's dealing with his own shoulder injury. He was a, a limited participant, did not participate, and then back to a limited participant on Friday. If he's active, he could be worth a flex option. I think he had four catches for 65 yards last week, and I would expect him to take over the Judy role. Um, Just obviously he has to be active to be able to use him in fantasy. Nico Collins, he is fully off the injury report for his groin strain. I definitely think he's flex-worthy, wide receiver three-worthy. He's been getting good targets, good volume. He's been a better option than Brandon Cooks lately. I think you can play Nico Collins with limited re-injury risk. Juju Smith-Schuster, due to his concussion, he's already been listed as out. And as we know, McCall Hardman uh, has been placed on IR. Andy Reid also said Hardman, he doesn't expect Hardman's injury to be a season-ending injury. But at least in the short term, especially with Juju out, this is a good bump to Kadarius Toney. He's been getting involved more every week. I think Kadarius Toney winds up leading this team in receiving... um, for, for the wide receivers, obviously Travis Kelsey is the top option. But for the wide receivers, I think Tony leads them over MVS or Justin Watson. I think you can play Tony with confidence this week. Wandell Robinson, he's dealing with a hamstring strain. He was a midweek addition. Uh, he felt a tweak. His hamstring tightened up, I believe, on Wednesday or Thursday in practice. Uh, he was able to practice limited on Friday. His list is questionable. I would avoid Wandell Robinson in fantasy this week sit him. At tight end, Mark Andrews, as we know, has been coming off that AC sprain. He's listed as questionable. He, I guess, is considered a game-time decision, but he was a full participant on Friday. I do 
expect Mark Andrews to play this week. Um, I, I think you can play him with confidence and probably, you know, in that top tier with Travis Kelsey, tight end one, tight end two. David Njoku, he's coming off his ankle sprain. He's listed as questionable. He was a did not participate, uh, limited participant, and then a limited participant Thursday and Friday. Based on practice reps and some video I've seen, I, I do think you can play David Njoku. Obviously, people have been talking about the data, the 16, the 15, 16% production dip off the high ankle sprains. Off of his average, that would put him around nine to nine and a half points. I, that to me, that still keeps David Njoku as a top 12 option. You know, actually looking at you have to look at this critically, um, and and you know, outside of just the data, look at the tight end landscape. Who are you starting David Njoku over, or who are you, who are you starting over David Njoku if he's active with his role in the offense despite the ankle sprain, right? Options could be Foster Moreau, Kyle Pitts, you know, by name we would start him, but honestly he hasn't been producing. Atlanta doesn't really throw it. Who knows when Kyle Pitts has another big game. Uh, Hayden Hurst, he could he could get, it seems like his ceiling is around eight, nine points. That should be David Njoku's floor. Uh, Greg Dolchik, who knows? I, You know, he, he had three solid games, but then two points last week. Uh, Dawson Knox, we never know when he's going to get a touchdown. So I, I honestly have David Njoku right now at tight end 10, um, right behind Pat Fryermuth, which honestly Njoku could outscore Fryermuth this week, um, and then right behind Juwan Johnson and Cole Komet. I think Juwan Johnson has to get a touchdown to outscore Njoku, but I think that happens. So hopefully that helps you with you know where to put David Njoku in rankings. Cole, and obviously that's subjective on my part, but... Cole Komet, he's been dealing with a thigh, a thigh injury, quad strain. He is fully off the injury report, good to go. I think we can play him with confidence. And, you know, uh, again, based on his last two weeks, very high production. He's a he's a top seven tight end for me this week. Hopefully he continues that production. Jelani Woods, he's listed as out with a shoulder injury. This is a little bump to Kylan Granson. Um, Kylan Granson has really only produced with Matt Ryan at quarterback, but thankfully with Jeff Saturday there, Jeff Saturday put the best quarterback as the starter, so that's good news. Um, I wouldn't start Kylan Granson in fantasy unless you're absolutely desperate or need like a cheap DFS play, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if Granson gets you know three, four catches for 30, 40 yards, somewhere around there. Next week, moving forward, it sounds like uh, Rashad White will be a running back that we will all want to have rostered, at least for this year. Uh, Leonard Fournette has been dealing with that hip pointer on the left side, but it sounds like Fournette should play in week 12. So if you have him, expect him back next week. But it does sound like Rashad White will continue to get a heavy usage or increased usage moving forward. I do believe Jamar Chase will be somewhat close to returning, but probably not for week 12. I would expect him to start practicing for week 12, but likely returns week 13 or 14. So should be another bump to Tyler Boyd for a couple more weeks. Jamison Williams, I know some people will ask me about him coming up. He likely won't be making his debut until after the Thanksgiving game, uh, probably week 13 or week 14. Dan Campbell made a comment that sounded like week 13 is likely for him. Again, probably limited snaps at first. 
And then more so as a fan, not necessarily for fantasy this week, I'm excited to see some of these young players get more run due to injuries or odd situations like Kylan Granson, Keontae Ingram in Arizona, obviously due to the Eno Benjamin cut. Keontae Ingram slides in as running back two there behind James Conner. Um, although Connor's getting like 95% of the touches and snaps. And then Treston Ebner, I'm just excited to see these guys as young players uh, try to make a name for themselves and, and watch them play. That's more of a fan reaction than a fantasy reaction. But in deep leagues, all, those, all three of those guys should be rostered. All right, that covers all main injuries this week. If you have any questions, please reach out in the Destination Devies Players Injury Channel and then follow me on Twitter at JMThrivePT for any live updates as injuries occur. I love doing that on Sundays. It's always fun to interact with you guys, um, especially as you ask questions as injuries occur. You know, how long how long do you expect this player to be out? What do you expect this to limit him with? Um, are you concerned? All those questions. So thank you guys for the interactions. I always enjoy talking with you guys. I hope you enjoyed the content, and uh, good luck this week.